Every one of us has a different story of the dogs we share our homes with. Every one of us gets lost among the amount of advice you hear. Follow me on this podcast where people share their real stories and professionals educate to make a life with the dog less of a guesswork. So, who are we talking about today? Your dog or mine? Hello! Right, that was me making an actually conscious effort to not start the episode with singing because that's what I promised myself. Not very good at that. (laughs) But we're definitely going to start every episode with that intro that you just heard, so we better get used to it because it actually took me quite a few tries to record it. Because for whatever weird reason, um, you know, I'm in my element when I speak in front of the people. I'm fairly confident from the if, in front of the camera, but when it's me and the microphone, you just heard what happens. I forget English, I forget the words, forgot what I want to say. So we'll see. But regardless, for whatever reason you're here, I'm so so glad to have you here. And this is your dog or mine podcast. So I just thought I'm going to record a very quick episode about just what you can expect from the from the podcast in general, why I'm doing this, and maybe a little bit intro into me and my dogs. <laughs> because if I go into every detail, we're going to be here until next week, until the next episode, and nobody has time for that. So yeah, the reason I started this podcast is because after like years of running classes, um, years of working with clients, and I've been doing that full-time now for three years, um, and part-time kind of before that, there's one thing that I've noticed, and especially when we opened the studio in the city center of Glasgow, because um, I had quite a lot of clients coming in and out, one thing that I noticed that was common for everyone regardless of how unique their journey with their dog is, is everyone thinks that it's just their dog that's acting in a certain way. It's just them who's going through some issues. There's no one else in the world and they're just unlucky ones. And that is the farthest from the truth that you can be. Because, and I feel like most of the dog trainers are going to agree with me. Well, yeah, every dog is different and every case is different and very unique and every family is very unique. There are loads of similarities and I'm here to tell you, you're not the only one who's going through dog reactivity, through separation anxiety or anything else that you're dealing with. And the one, the one thing that helped the clients that were coming into our studio was to actually talking to others. Um, and we had loads of those moments where people would just go, oh, I thought it's just my dog. Yeah, we go through the same. So that kind of camaraderie and like that, common common thing that you share first of all really really helps psychologically so when you're in your journey and you think that this is it this is it I don't know what to do like this is the dog who I've never like the issues I've never experienced before the dog I've never met before um any any like that um yeah it might it might be quite quite a sad moment to be honest and I trust me I have these meltdowns pretty consistently and pretty often but just having someone else that goes through the same thing and even just talking sometimes actually or listening to others can make your day better and if not 
at the end of the day just getting that guidance uh, as to maybe where to what to look for what it could be just give you some ideas it can be very very powerful so this is where i want this podcast to be maybe a little bit different from your typical dog training podcast because while we're gonna have professionals giving you advice and talking about the most common kind of dog training issues or dog ownership issues a one very real people in here a one dog owners come on this podcast and tell their stories tell what helped them or what they're going through right now to for you to as i say again to see that you're not alone but also just to give you direct you to like to the right direction <laughs> direct you to the right direction you know what i want to say so yeah, hopefully we're going to reach that goal within the next episodes. And I have quite a few recorded now. I know they're amazing. The guests that came onto these episodes are, love them so much. They gave so much amazing advice. So make sure you come back on, well, I'm going to upload every Thursday. So come back on a Thursday. If you like it, please, please, please share it. Maybe leave a little review of the podcast. Because that's going to help us to be visible. And I'm going to leave you at that. I'm going to let you listen to the first full episodes. And just before I let you go and let you do that. um, I'm going to quickly maybe talk you through two dogs. So where this all experience come, comes from. Or like where, where I actually found having a community helped me the most. Where so there were two dogs in my life. One of them, she's still alive, but she she's my family dog. She was a rescue dog. Her name is Betta. And we got her, I think she was like 10 months or so, maybe nine months. Well, we never know because she's a rescue, so we can never know exact age. But we got her. She got her first heat the first week that she was in our house. All the hormonal changes, all the typical adolescent behaviors, chewing everything. She still had accidents and doors, um, reactivity, separation anxiety, which by the way, that was like 12 years ago. So the term separation anxiety wasn't even real, <laughs> at least not in our country. So we didn't know that. We just knew there's a problem. Um, so that we had to go through all, all of that together with a very, again, from today's perspective, very, very poor dog training advice. Um, hope, I mean, I'm just happy we didn't really follow it because it would have been, it would have been bad. And maybe one day I'll, I'll talk about it all um, and in a separate episode, but survive that. Um, and then years and years later, when it came to Scotland, that's where I'm, made a decision to become a professional dog trainer uh complete my qualifications and stuff and i thought you know as a as a fresh trainer yes you do think that you maybe you don't know you don't know it all but for very general cases i thought you know i thought i'm good <laughs> i really thought and i really believe i'm good and then suddenly out of nowhere in my life comes in my partner and he brings this bully breed <laughs> And I come from the country where it's not, I'm, I'm trying to look for like nicer words, but we don't, like people don't hate bully breeds, but they do not accept them as much as they are accepted in other countries. For, for example, even the same UK, 
people are people fear all the bully breeds or staffies um, and therefore they're not very popular so I came in I came from this country and I never really interacted with any bully dog so I always thought eh, I'm not like they're not my cup of tea I would I would never own them I would I would always pet them if I <laughs> if I'm allowed to but I would never own them and here we are on my side there's a bully breed snoozing and now she's part of my life and I can't just you know I can't just walk away and say I'm not gonna work with her because she's now part of the family and she was a dog like I've never seen before and I already worked with loads of clients at that point and she was just a dog that I've never never experienced so powerful so boisterous um because my partner got her again the same story but nine months so she was the first heat entering adolescence all the goodies and together with that zero to hundred um mentality or character that bullies have i was just like i don't i generally don't know anything i don't know how to deal with this dog um i can't even call myself a dog trainer probably so there was a lot of confusion and again that would be an, a completely new episode itself, um, which I hope I can still record, maybe get my partner in. So we're definitely going to talk about that. But yeah, these were two kind of cases where I really discovered the power of talking to other other dog trainers or even dog owners that are kind of going through the same stuff. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe it's not it's not a lost cause. Maybe we can actually do something. Um, and when you have that initial motivation, yeah, motivation is not always going to be there, but that initial kick you definitely need it. So when I got that, we started doing things, and now she's she's an amazing dog. There's still things that we can work on, and we're still working on, but she's nothing compared to what she was two years ago. So yeah, that is our little journey. That is a little bit about your dog or mine. And I really, really hope that you enjoy this. If you can send a little feedback, that would be amazing, as I said before. If not, then just click a little follow and come back every Thursday and we'll catch you there.